Yo, what's good, man? How you doing? How you feeling? And I mean that right now. Ask yourself, how you doing, okay? It's Thursday, dude. It's like 3 p.m. Just how are you feeling in general? Just take a second, man. You got to check in every now and then. Anyway, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm going to go eat. I'm hungry, dude. Um, I'm just, I'm, but I'm hype. I'm in a good mood, okay? And I don't, I don't know why I am. And so I want to question it, but I'm not going to do that, dude. I'm just going to ride it out. The vibe is good right now. Um, this is my podcast. This is We're All Psychos, okay? And if you don't know that, then you're new to the show and that's fucking sick. And thank you for coming, man. Thank you for stopping by, all right? You know, just uh, sign your name on the wall. You're here. When you're here, you know, I'm not going to say when you're here, your family, because that's Olive Garden, but you know, you're here and I appreciate that. And I like that. And that feels good. Okay. This is an empire and you're part of it. Even if you only come every now and then you're part of it, but you should be here more. Let's be honest. If you're new, dude, like, and subscribe. Like, what are you doing? Okay. For real. A lot of you guys probably come from Ashley. Um, what's up? Girls got to eat fans. How you guys doing? Uh, can't wait for one of you guys to post about me in the Facebook group. Always love hearing about that because you know I hear about it because I'm friends with both of the girls. But whatever, dude. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but you guys are great. Honestly, some of the best fans that I've ever experienced. And it's crazy. And I'm super jealous of Ashley and Raina, but also super happy for them because you guys are sick. Um, today we got Ashley. More specifically, Ashley Hesseltine. Hell yeah, got the name right, because in the beginning of the episode, you will see that I did not get it right. We have a very good chat. It's a lot of fun. That's all the intro I need to do, okay? Um, share the episode with a friend. If you haven't, put it on your stories. I'll repost. Okay, hit me up about the show. I will respond. I am, what's going to say approachable? Not, that's not the right word. Reachable. I'm, I think I'm also approachable, but I'm definitely reachable, okay? I'm reachable, Come at me. I will respond with more than just a double tap, at least for the first message. After that, yeah, I don't know. I can't promise anything. Um, but to all the day one listeners, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Let's keep growing the show. This is fucking awesome. Keep it going through the quarantine. All right. Keep the spirits up. I wanted to say something better than that, but that's all my brain came up with. All right. Without further ado, hear the words you love to hear. Please welcome Ashley Hesseltine. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? We're all psychos. Crazy man. You like that? You like that? With Dylan Paladino. I think that was that was good. Okay. All right. All right. We're we're recording now. We're here. We're doing it. Okay. Ashley's here. It's Hesseltine, right? No. What the f- uh, oh my God, dude. I thought it was Hesseltine and I texted Raina and she said T-I-N-E and I spelled it T-Y-N-E, which is Tyne. No, no, like phonetically. That's not the- Yeah. 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 For and sure. And I, oh my, oh, okay. I'm pissed because I was right and I should have trusted myself. And this is just showing you that you should always trust you yourself. Trust. And you can't listen to your instinct. You have to listen to your instinct. You have to yeah. listen to yourself. Listen to your gut. That's how it goes. Trust yourself. And you know- <laughs> Should have done it. The, that's the message of the podcast. We can the wrap it the, up. Yeah, now. honestly, the podcast is going to be five minutes long. Trust yourself is is <laughs> is what it is. That's what it is. Is just trust yourself because I yeah I just I like don't care anymore. 
about like, what trusting uh, other people or just life no I mean, life like my last kind of, name yeah oh because, your last name got it like everybody gets it wrong it's just like I, I've told people at shows like right before they bring me up that it's Hesseltine and they can't get past them thinking it's Hesseltine. So I'm just like, what do you think it is? That's fine. Well, we talked about this when I introduced you at, um, oh, right. at Bacon oh, right. Bits and I, I did it feel like we've had correctly this. and was like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Like I've done like blah, blah, blah. This is good. And then I made a point about it when I introduced you to be like, I'm getting her name right, bitches. And then... Now all of that work was for nothing because I, you know, I, I yeah, fucked it up. You blew it. But yeah, I mean, do you give people like phonetic spelling? It's really not that hard to remember. I don't know. I think it's whatever you have in your head about that I-N-E. Like, you know, it's like people can't get past that they think it's teen. Yeah. It, I think it is you more than not. Christine. Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, or Valentine's, uh, Valentine, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Val- yeah, Valentine. Yeah, you're right. So it really is. Um, yeah, but fuck Valentine's Day. Uh, but you know, um, <laughs> how do anyway. you feel about Valentine's Day? Honestly, I feel like you guys um, probably talk about it a lot on the show. I had a good one this past one. Oh, did you? Went to brunch, a little light choking. It was great. Oh, oh whoa! Second part <laughs> was the choking before or after brunch. After brunch, it was like at 1 p.m., broad daylight sober. Damn, dude, that's I'm, like kind of, I feel like, pretty early to get choked out. <laughs> choked out. Yeah. yeah. No, I was like, um, I was, I don't care about Valentine's Day. Like, I don't even think twice. It just so happened that it was Valentine's Day. I was like casually dating somebody and Rain and I flew out on Valentine's day for our like last trip, we're ever going to uh-huh. take. Um, and so it was like, I was spending time with this guy cause I wasn't going to see him for a while. Is so we dude like, spent... I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, word. Nice. But I mean, we like, we went on a, like a date the night before we hung out that day. So it was like, I jokingly like uh-huh. had this good Valentine's day, but Sweet. I've never cared before. And like, you know, I think the, the good, like real one couples are the ones that like, they don't go out to dinner on Valentine's they day. They like fuck. order pizza. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the best It's ones. a weird thing to like make a big deal out of that. It's like a fake holiday. It's almost guaranteed to lead to a fight or just unhappiness on someone's part. And the shittiest people are the people that have a good Valentine's Day and then post a picture of what their partner did and then fuck up everyone else's because they know that's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, and we, you know, we, um, like it, it, in our Facebook group, I mean, I have to monitor it pretty closely because shit can go get out of control. But can it really? that day, I mean, it, there's just there's twenty thousand girls in there. Like, there's going to be <laughs> conflict. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to get to be a lot. And they're young, like whatever. But th- nice. there were some like, girls that they were not happy with what their partner got them for Valentine's Day, and so they were posting about it and being like, "I know I shouldn't be upset, but I am." And then other girls were like, "You ungrateful little <laughs> like you know." It oh just hell got yeah, hated. I like those girls. That's good. <laughs> you ungrateful bitch. Like. <laughs> My boyfriend's dead. And you're like, oh, okay, well, never mind. Yeah, I'm like, I, I can't recommend brunch and choking enough. Like it does. Yeah, I know. Just it what, sounds you know. pretty. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a really good, I mean, the second one I'd have to, I mean, actually it'd be easier for me to do it after brunch when I'm a little bit drunker than if just normally, because normally yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to kill you by accident. So like, let's like not, that's like, you're, yeah. I mean, like you're a, like a, a lo- much larger dude. Yeah, to, yeah. It's it's a like I don't know. Do you ever have you ever gotten into trouble with that? Where you're like, oh my god, I didn't know my own strength. I'm sorry. I mean, not with, like if not sexually. Like no, if, no. no, but if you're like, 
you're such a big guy that if you are with a girl that's smaller, more petite, like just usually women are too. Phys- physically overpowering her. Just generally. Well, I mean... Like, you probably have to be a little careful. Yeah. I mean, I'm physically overpowering basically anyone that I'm with just by sheer volume of my body. Right. I mean, I... No, I... Because the thing is, I'm not... I've never been, like, very, uh, like, aggressive in that way. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe because I like women. I don't know. But, like, uh, it's... (laughs) No. I I don't know why. I just... I mean, the, the one of the most recent girls that I've been with, she was also small. So I think I always have just been kind of like, all right, let me sexually I am, but then not sexually I'll like bump into her by accident and she flies through a window. Like one of my exes would talk about how I guess when I sleep, I just move around Mm -hmm. um, like a lot. And she said like multiple times she would wake up and like catch my arm as I was like my arm's huge. I have an 86 inch wingspan. So like if I like it would there's a lot of speed on that. And so she, it would almost like smack her in the face. Yeah, like my my best guy friend Rob, who you I think you met him at Rain's house. He's six five. Yeah, he's yeah, your yeah. but he's a big dude. Oh, like that he's tight. And he and his wife is, is hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, and yeah, she's six feet tall. They're like too, it's too much. Um, but we were on the street one night and hanging out outside my building when we used to be able to socialize. And this this dog came out and it was this cute little dog. It's a Westie. It lives in my building. His name is Ruffles, like mm-hmm. Ruffles the Westie, if you want to follow him. And Rob, I mean, he's first of all, he's six foot five from the ground, yeah. you know, and he kicked the dog without, he just moved, like he was just kind of stepping forward and the dog like kind of went flying a little bit. Like he didn't mean to kick the oh, dog. Yeah. He just, oh, yeah. oh, he, yeah. he didn't see it cause he's so far away from it. And he just kind of moved. And I mean, the dog's owner laughed. It wasn't, but he didn't know his own like body space and something small you know, got in the way. Oh, I mean, I want, I, I like haven't done that with a dog. I, I did that with a kid once though. Like, <laughs> like I was a, dude, I was a camp counselor. I was such a bad camp counselor. I mean, I was a good camp counselor, but also like very much a danger to the kids. Like, because yeah. the thing is I was, I was like 20. Right. And so I'm playing with these kids, but like, I'm already basically a child in my mind. And then yeah. when you want to play red Rover, all of a sudden, like, I'm not a counselor anymore. Like I want to beat you, you know, like whatever my team is, I'm like, <laughs> we're in this. And so I would be playing dodgeball or whatever the game is, colors, whatever the game is. And I was, I would like get excited and run. And this one kid got right in front of me and I straight up need him in the forehead <laughs> And he was like, you ever seen someone get hit so hard that they're just like, there's no, uh, there's no time. It just, there's no lag time. It's just like, and it just hit the ground right to the ground. Dude, I hit him. Oh my God. I picked him up. I was like, oh fuck. And he's just the fattest goose egg on his head. I I mean, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, luckily he was, um, fuck, what was You had to give name? him CPR. It was weird for yeah, everybody. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I gave him CPR. Was, everyone was like, you don't need to do that. He's breathing. I was like, no. <laughs> uh, but it, Guys, I got this. I got this. Yeah. Well, my brother, he broke a girl's arm in second grade because like not meaning to, but he was just, you know, like horsing around as a seven-year-old who was six feet tall, you know? So yeah. like he, he doesn't, he's this most gentle guy, but- How big is your brother? You don't. He's six seven three twenty. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Holy shit! He's got a hundred pounds on me. Damn, it's a lot. Good for him, dude. And I'm jealous. His, and his fiance is five foot. Is 
she's no i mean he used to do that he used to look like shaq with some of these little girls but yeah. he, she's six too damn so they look like a normal couple there's this picture of them on instagram is my favorite picture they're like standing in front of a waterfall and they just look like a normal couple like he could be five nine you know what i yeah, mean yeah, and yeah. she's he just five like nine. five yeah. three <laughs> damn that's crazy mm-hmm. six, three did he did he play sports yeah he played uh he like was super heavily recruited, but he just wanted to stay close to home. So he played at University of Delaware with Flacco and for a couple of years. Oh, sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Are, are your parents yeah. tall? I mean, yeah, by definition, but nothing crazy. Like my dad's six two, my mom's five eight. Because you're nobody understands you? where his I'm five ten. Yeah. You're like, I mean, I guess is that considered very tall for women or I think um I think it's like tall, tall, but not like Whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I look at Rob's wife and she's like this beautiful model that's like six feet tall. And uh-huh. Matt's, my brother's fiance, is gorgeous and she played volleyball and she's athletic. And it's just like, thank God these beautiful, amazing women found these dudes because, you know, they they found these awesome dudes yeah, that are yeah. height appropriate. Yeah. Those chicks hate me because they see me with like a five foot three girl and they're like, you're a fucking asshole. And I go, I don't know what the. I will say my opinion has changed a little bit. I used to be like, there's no way. And then now recently there's been a couple, like five, 10, six foot. I'm like, all oh, right, good. maybe I'll, cause dude, for a while. Guys, we've hooked up. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, I was, oh yeah, yeah. It, it completely changed when Ashley and I fucked and I was the one that lightly choked her. Like, but it used to be like, dude, someone five ten, I'd be like, there's, there's just no way. There's just no- well, and it's so funny because Rob is the opposite. He just thinks tall people are superior, and he doesn't. He's never fucked around with girls that are shorter. Really? <laughs> he has like a we're superior, we're superior complex, and he's like he searched his whole life for this like model six foot tall chick. You know, I've always thought it's a biological thing where my body's like, look, dude, you're way too big, so your children need to be a little bit smaller. For, so find someone like in the middle. That's what Matt thought, and Matt never dated a tall girl till his now fiance because he thought that too he was like i can't have these like freakishly huge children dude my kids are gonna come out of the womb and gonna have hip problems like i guarantee you they're just gonna come (laughs) out and already have a bad hip and like they might get recruited out of the womb they might i that is one thing i would love for my kids to play sports because did you play sport did you not play sports I when I grew up, like I, I just read Rover and tag. Yeah, no, I was just beating the shit out of little kids. No, I don't know. When I grew up, I was like, I was playing basketball. I played soccer. I um, I played baseball. I played all the sports. Like my dad got me into a lot of them because yeah. he was very into sports, and I liked them. I would get very competitive, but I I don't know what happened. Like at some point, I just decided that I didn't give a shit about sports. Yeah, and I don't know if it was in light of my height or maybe even because of it because everyone was like you need to play you're tall and so then i was like suck my dick i don't want to play any sports now you know what i mean like they were like you gotta play basketball and i was like no i don't yeah they you know like they forced me to play basketball my family all the like everybody at the high school the coaches the principal and i was a jv junior like that's how bad i sucked at basketball and it was just like i was so bad I was like, don't you guys regret it now? Now I'm just wasting space on the bench because you forced me into this. I was just so, because I was, let's see, freshman year, I was 14. I was was 13, 14 freshman year. I think I was 6'4". Yeah, I was- right. Yeah, so I was was automatically just the center. But I was growing, I was growing so fast and I'm already uncoordinated that I just would trip over myself like 
all the time. Right. And the but the coat the basketball coach would oh. like straight up call me like a waste of height if I didn't want to play. And That's I was how like, I felt. you, f-, and he was just this fat, overweight, six foot four, five dude. I forget his name, but one of my friends called him a Tyrannosaurus Rex because he had really small arms and like he was really fat. Ugh. And he, dude, I, I like, I just, you know, how do you not realize saying that to a 14 year old is going to like fuck their psyche up? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Like you're an adult male and you're like, yeah, let me say some shit that's going to hurt this guy's ego for 15 years. You're a waste. Were you- were you like good in school? Like, did you have anything else going for you? Because <laughs> at least I could be like, I'm sorry, I'm a straight A student. I don't need to play yes, your little sports. Yes, I was all A's. I, I crushed okay. it in school. So at I least you weren't it. like, my only value in this school is to be on the basketball team. No, 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 no. My height wasn't useful. I was fucking ugly. I had buck teeth. Um, and then I, uh-huh. and then I swam my sophomore year and it got like blonde hair and like tan as fuck, but I, <gasps> that was, that was my glow up too. Yeah. But I still thought I was an ugly troll. So I dated this girl that like, she was, a, she was a senior, but like, whatever, I'm not gonna say anything about that. But, um, I just, I just remember <laughs> we're being recorded, but she's great. I love her. She, uh, she's got a kid. And so <laughs> she does have a kid and, uh, but I just, after that, I was like, I'm going to do theater. And then I did theater and you know, oh my God, con- you really found yourself. Continued to not get pussy and then went to college <laughs> and uh, got a little bit, I think. I honestly don't remember how I did in college. I remember some, but how did, did you, you do in college? Uh, fucked every athlete. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, um, yeah, I had a lot of sex in college and I just preferred athletes. So, um, you're just I mean, honing it up and. College, it wasn't like yeah. anything like, I don't, I know, I didn't even have, I didn't have like a reputation. Like it wasn't like I, I was out there like having, no, no, no. But I, I wasn't like, oh, you weren't I don't the, think people you weren't would think of me as a cleat chaser. Girl. Yeah. Oh, that's the word yeah. cleat chaser? That was, that's a word I've heard thrown around. Like my friend, my girlfriends knew, but I don't think I had a reputation on Clemson's campus as like the football team oh, where he trains on me. Yeah. Nice. This girl so, I hooked um, up with Emily Webb went to Clemson. Shout out Emily. Oh, gave me a hand job in the back of a sisters. car. It was I'm really kidding. bad. Um, <laughs> I was in a, uh, I was in a, um, this, I was hooking up with this basketball player. He was six, nine, since we're talking about height and oh! we were in his like, right. And we were in his Tahoe one night, just making out. I don't know why I need to say the name of the car, but you know, they all like no, every athlete it, comes you know and drove around in like a, a picture, big okay? I SUV. Think of the, yeah. Thank you. And we were making out consensually and <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how it happened. It happened so quick. Obviously, alcohol was involved, but I looked down and his dick was out. And it was unlike anything I've ever seen. Oh, like the big, I, one of the biggest hammers you've ever seen. The big, the biggest. And I tried to fuck him like maybe a few months later and we just, we never could get it done. I was like, I can't, I cannot put that inside of me. But really? I remember it was like an old school Tahoe where you pull up the side and I just, I was like, I'm so sorry. I have to go. And I like jumped out of the car and like ran home or like got like found my girlfriends. It was like a scary monster. They're like, Ashley, you look like you saw a monster. And you're like, I did. Yeah. Whoa. That's wild. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Every guy, I think every guy secretly wants to feel that at least once because it feels like powerful. But then also you talk to those dudes and like girls don't, girls aren't down with that. Well, it's, it's like most of the time. I mean, some girls I, got big old yeah. pussies and they can handle it and good for them. 
but I don't even understand it because like our, I mean, our vagina is only a certain amount deep. Like it can't actually physically fit in there. So it's always been kind of baffling to me when girls are like, I mean, in no shade, but when they're like, oh, and a nine, 10 inch dick. And I'm like, how deep is your vagina? Like where does it go? Cavernous pussies. Yeah. Which I mean. (laughs) Like you can like yodel into it. Yeah. Dude, there's an echo. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think, do you think those guys, they always have been having sex with girls where it never fits. And then they finally have a girl where it goes all the way in and it's like the key in the slot. And they're like, my (laughs) wife, like they must. But then like, but then they're like, oh my God, ew, her vagina is too big. I can't date her. You know, like like, this is too much. Yeah. (laughs) They reject the only woman that's made for them. Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah. We, I actually, I feel for those guys. I, I, it's, there's a, there's definitely a line there of like being too big and women are like, I can't handle that. And even if I actually could, sex isn't going to be enjoyable. Yeah. Or the girl's like, I'm not blowing you. Like, I just can't. And like that. Like physically I can't. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. We have a, um, an episode coming up with somebody that works in the field of sex and he is like a 10 inch stick. He says it's as big as a beer can all the way around. It's 10 inches. I don't understand. I mean, uh, dude, I just, you know, who thinks that's tight? Other guys. <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> it's the gayest thing about us is that other straight dudes are like, fuck yeah, dude. How big is it? Oh, I love to, I'd love to have wrap my hand Be around that friend. if it was mine, but not his. Yeah. I wouldn't touch his, but if it was mine, I'd love to. Yeah, exactly. You're like Jesus, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's not, I mean, six, nine is also gigantic. That guy. It's well, and it was, thing. that was like that. I mean, I'm five ten, and like talking to him, even in the bar, I was like craning my neck. I'm like, how do you even date anybody shorter than me? At, at a certain point, I wonder if he, cause dude, yeah, Shaq had like what a four foot 10 wife or something. Uh, that's, don't you think it's a little creepy? I think like, you're okay, two, well, you're two feet man, taller than your partner as a man two feet taller. Yeah. Two feet taller is a little bit extreme, but I think it's, I honestly think it's an opposite to track thing. Everyone loves to make it like you, you want to have power. And it's like, dude, I have power everywhere I go because I'm just bigger than people. Like, yeah, no one's coming up to me and like, Hey, get out of the line giant. I'm like, <laughs> get the, what the fuck? Like, no, you know, it's like, you don't Has need has anyone ever said anything derogatory to you about being tall? Because one time I was at this concert and someone said, move it treetop. Oh dude, all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing where you just have to turn around and be like, <laughs> it's, there are certain times when like psychosis is acceptable. And if someone says that and you just like very slowly turn around, you're like, I'll fucking kill you. Like, no, they're like, oh shit, never mind. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. No, I mean, growing up, kids would just call me tall shit. Like, and that's not an exaggeration. Like, that was my nickname. Tall shit. Tall shit. Literally. This kid, Max, was it Max Feldman? I think Max Feldman would call me tall, tall shit. Eric Walbridge every now and then. These are real names. You guys can look them up. Okay. Drag them, drag yeah. them. Eric Walbridge is friends with Jimmy Jimmy Tatra, Jimmy Tatra or whatever. So like, we'd still kind of want to be on good terms with him. But you know, like everyone, like, uh, yeah. And then tall shit. And then um, someone called me Paladinosaur because Paladino. That one was, that's okay. I get that. I don't hate it. Yeah. Palosaurus Rex. That one was okay. I was like, that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. Like, and then, so one of my friends, his, uh, his parent, he's Persian and his parents, um, would just call me ladder in Farsi, which <laughs> yeah, not a 
a compliment or not. It's just like calling right. me a noun. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. I mean, I don't know a, how to take this. Not a big deal. I honestly think it's a lot of hard, like, as a dude, you feel you feel like out of place being tall, but you're never like, I never thought, oh, this is not going to get me more girl or this is going to like affect me poorly. But as a woman, it must at some point be like, oh, like I'm maybe too tall for certain things. Like how did you come to terms with embracing your height or whatever? Yeah. I mean, it was a thing. I hated it. I was like, I would cry about it. Cause I also was like, it was like, I was so tall. I was taller than all the boys. Mm -hmm. And then I just wasn't cute. You know, I braces, (laughs) I had no boobs and it was like nothing. I physically was what any guy wanted. And that's what you think about in middle school and stuff like that. And so this is going to sound kind of like cheesy, but I like always look to models to be like, uh, like, so my mom, I asked her, I was just like, I'm so tall. Like, how tall am I going to get? And she was like, uh-huh. we just don't think it's going to be that bad. She was like, we, you know, you double your height when you're two. Mine said 5'11". I turned out to be 5'10". And so I had this this image in my head that I was going to turn out to be 5'11". that's what you do? You double your height when you're two? It, it's pretty close. Oh. Yeah, when you're two, you double it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if parents do that anymore, but they did it back in, um, you know, the 60s when I was born. And so, like, <laughs> my, um, I had this thing in my head that I was going to be 5'11". And uh-huh. so I would just look for women that were 5'11 and, like, tr- aspire to be them. So I remember the models that were 5'11". It was, like, Claudia Schiffer, like, Naomi Campbell. And then in Clueless came out and Cher Horowitz was like, I want to be 5'10", like Cindy Crawford. And I feel like that's the one of the first times I saw someone I idolized want to be tall. Yeah. And so I... And I and I was not that I was pretty, but I was skinny, and so I was just like, okay, height is Good enough, be- height is skinny. beautiful. Like yeah. you know, like I could see this thing of like height, like being attractive, and so uh, yeah. that's what kind of kept me going. And then everybody caught up, and then it was like there was girls who were older than me that were like my height. I can remember them all. I became friends with some of them that were older than me, that were popular, that were tall, and so it's just you look for like the people that you aspire to be that are that thing. Yeah. So it's interesting though. It, yeah. Because I know a lot of like women folk or I have talked about, oh, like I'm so tall. Like guys I'm, want a 5'10 girl. I thought you were going to say Some, guys want to fuck me. I was like, I was like, guys want right. to fuck me. Yeah. Guys want to Guys want to choke me. <laughs> guys, at the end of the day, the one thing you need to know for this podcast, guys want to choke and lightly, fuck, lightly choke and fuck Ashley. Uh, no, dude, I, I've never heard a guy say like, oh, God, she's too tall. I've never heard that. The like maybe if she's six two, but I've just never heard dudes be turned off by it. I know girls maybe if the guy's shorter than them. Yeah. But but guys like also, you know, people are so sensitive these days. If a guy was like, I don't really like tall women, I'd be like, I'm not offended at all. We all have preferences. I literally don't care. Like yeah. if people get so worked up in what people have for preferences of attractiveness, I'm not offended at all. But it is interesting because guys do not care. Guys five six, five foot six shoot their shot They're at me like, on hinge all the it. time. Yeah, they d- you would think they wouldn't want. You and know? some of them, I've talked to some of those short dudes who they're like, it's a ch- like it's a goal for them. It's a challenge. Yeah, it's a challenge. Straight up, they're like, all right, how do I get this five? How do I get this five foot ten woman to like you know bend the knee for me, the, <laughs> the dwarf king and. It's yeah. I mean, I will, you know, dudes get pissed though when girls are like, "I don't date guys below six foot." Dudes I, get I get pissed too though. I think it's so lame. I think those girls are so lame. Like, it's again, we all have preferences, but to ever like put that in your dating profile, you sound like the worst. And it's just like, oh yeah, you suck. I don't. 
I think it's so weird. It's I think it's so weird that like there's any culture around short shaming men because they can't help it. I think it's fine for anybody to say I prefer somebody that's my height or taller. That's that's my preference, but it's so weird. Some women are so weird about it and it's like would you shame somebody for another physical attribute they couldn't help? Like only six, three and above. It's like, you would okay. never outwardly say like no fatsies, but you might to your friends, but you would never be like, yeah, no, no people 20 pounds or like overweight right. or more, you know, but it's, right. like and it's, it's like, that's, you know, again, there's double standards and I'm not, we're not going to get into it, but it, I, it's, it's like girls feel so, empowered to not all but some women feel empowered to be like nobody under six feet but if a guy wrote anything of like yeah. no women no women over 135 nah, the world yeah, would like, revolt hey, if you're under a c-size bra get the fuck out of my face like but it's also that weeds out if i saw a guy that said something like that i'd be like great that's not a match for me yeah, just like no I, like i hope that guys that are like Six three, see those girls that say that, and they're like, "Nope, swipe left." Oh, like that, she do. sounds like a high maintenance bitch. Oh fuck yeah, dude! When I see those girls, dude, there's there are so many things on on dating apps that I see, and they just immediately signal to me like high maintenance. Like yeah, so, like just if all if all you have are professional pictures, like dude, high maintenance. Like you're just unless you're a performer. Like, oh yeah, you're high maintenance, dude. If it, like. If there's a picture of like just your ass, it's like you're. Is that a thing? Yeah, like not. I mean, I've actually seen just close up ones, but even just in bathing suits and stuff, it's like yo, it's fine. But like also, you're signaling to me like you're trying to get fucked, and like that's what it signals to me. If you're just like showing, yeah. which if if that's the case, great. But that's I just sick. I we always want women to understand that like there's so much sexiness in like mystery, you know, like g exactly. Like, Show me, leave a little to the imagination. Yeah. Read a book, dude. Like do some wax work. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like that would, that would honestly be, no, I, I mean like bodily mystery. Like I feel like guys, it's best if you really are like, I have this booty and I want to show it on my dating profile. Like it doesn't need to be a close up of your b-hole. Like he'll get it. If you're just like, <laughs> if you have a little bit of your profile in there, he'll see that Hell booty. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely see it. I mean, we're already scoping it out. Hardcore. All right? We can zoom in. It's a whole thing. Dude, we can zoom in and don't be face tuning your body. Cause I can tell. Okay. I Men and tell. women. Yeah. Have you seen guys do it? I mean, I don't, I'm not on dating profiles with dudes. No. So I just, I think, I think more of the guys, it's the line about the height. Which yeah. The line. Yeah. It's all lies. If, if, if a girl face tunes her body to the extreme and a guy lies about his height by three inches, they're, they're, you're lying. Stop lying. Stop lying, dude. Stop with this. Especially now. Stop catfishing people, okay? <laughs> right, it's catfishing. We, like, you're straight up catfishing me. All we can do is FaceTime anyway. So, have you been doing any, like, FaceTime dating? Have you been doing any dating at all or no? No, I don't care. I mean, I just wasn't big on, like, I the apps and stuff before this. Like, any guy I was dating was, like, somebody I met in the wild. So, interesting. I definitely haven't done that. I mean, like, I was sort of talking to the guy we mentioned earlier at the beginning mm -hmm. of this, but that's like sort of fizzled. So I'm um, now did no. it fizzle just because do you think it fizzled because of quarantine or just ended because it ended? Mm. It's hard to say, but well, I mean, we, ha it felt like it was kind of going to end before, 
uh, it was weird how oh, it went okay. down. It was it was like he was like, I don't know if what I want. I was like, okay, that sounds like a breakup. But and then like right before the quarantine, he was like, wait, I want a date. And I was like, what? I'm going to Delaware tomorrow. Like it was very weird. Oh fuck! Like it's like I think he thought this wasn't going to last that long, and he was like, wait, I decided I want to date you now. And I was like, bye. We're going like, to be quarantined now, so have fun with that. Like, well, there's no way it's going to happen now anyway. And yeah. Yeah, dude. I. It's been yeah. I've so. been I've been like doing random Facetimes, but it's just not. It's not with new people. Yeah, with new people, and uh, just you mean them on the apps or like in the yeah, DMs in the apps. And I just am like, I don't know, dude. I it's fine, but I want to hear. I want to hear about it. It's oh, so, okay. So it's really hard because if I get, I don't get nervous on it, but I w- because it's FaceTime, and we just have to look at each other's faces, you know, and just talk. My brain is like, just come up with shit to talk about. I'm like admitting shit that happened to me in middle school. I'm talking about <laughs> some weird shit I did last week. I'm asking them random existential questions. I'm like just firing away because I'm like, the one thing I don't want to have happen <laughs> is me just be like, all right, yeah, you know, I think so I'm going to go actually. And then just like. There's nothing to do, like, at least if you're with somebody on a date, like, at a bar or wherever, at an arcade, like, there's something to do with when the conversation lulls. Like, you just have to stare at the stranger's face and be like, so anyway, what's, what was your high school, like, what were you like in high school? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, how... How big are your tits? I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, that's honestly, I'm, I actually want to know that, but like, I, I can't ask you, you know, like, what are your views on sexting? I don't know, dude. It's, it's, uh, it was have also, you, are, what? Have you gone on like more than one? Like, are you? There's like, one girl that I've gone on a couple with, um, and it's fine. But like, the thing is, I'm like, I just want to meet you now. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to jump from just knowing you to like the relationship shit, which is how was your week? And I'm like, it was fine. How was yours? I don't know. I mean, that sounds so shitty, but no, I don't, I don't, that's why I haven't even tried to. Cause I, I don't think that it's just not going to be for me. And you know, I like, I'm not, I mean, yeah, I really, I want to have sex obviously, but I'm not like itching for, a romantic connection right now in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. There, I did do this one thing that was kind of interesting. It's this, what's this game called? I think she, she texted me it. It's like called, we are like more than friends or something that, okay. That, that must not be the name. That sounds horrible. Um, but, it's, <laughs> but it's this game where like, there are all these questions and you can ask like these questions that you, oh, we're not really strangers. That's the name of the game. Okay. So it's okay. like there are these levels of questions that you ask. And at first they start like very surface level. They're kind of funny. They're like icebreakers. And then they get into like some real shit. Like, all right, let me look at it. If someone like did a whole spreadsheet of it, which shows how much time people have, which yeah. honestly right I like now, this stuff though. I lot. think it's a good way to get to know people. I think it's a really good way to get to know people, especially for FaceTime dates. On a date, you should kind of just see how it flows because if you're not vibing with them, like yeah. you're you if you're th- trying to find out shit, then you're like probably not vibing with them. But um with this one, it's things like, oh, like what's on your mind? Like Oh, like give me one embarrassing thing. And then it's, then it goes to things like, uh, what are you working on right now? Like what's one thing about yourself that you're like 
actively trying to change? Like how did, how did last relationship, what's something from last relationship that you wish you could change that you did? Like shit like that, that yeah. make you go like, oh shit, okay, well, this is legit. Well, and I like those for a, a, like a few different occasions. So I think that sure. if you like were dating somebody in real life, you'd gone on a couple dates, you know, you it, it comes to be a situation where you're just hanging out on the couch, maybe having some wine or whatever. Like those are great to get to know somebody. Exactly. Here, okay. What what can you? This is not typed correctly. How can you be kinder towards yourself today? You know, oh, yeah, like some like deep exactly. Shit. It's and so you know you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna eat another cookie, like because if someone responds like that, you're like, oh, well, they suck. So you can at least yeah. try to figure it out. But that was good. That that was like nice to do that. But yeah. um, I told my friend, he was like, dude, you're trying that hard to like have a Facetime <laughs> conversation. I was like, no, you asshole. I'm like trying to see if I connect with this person or not. But, yeah, like that's the thing to me. Like I just don't. I don't, I'm not feeling like a void, at least not yet. So something like that just might end up feeling like a lot of work to me, well, you, you know? You know, it's like, I'm going to just break. I'm not, I'm not, I just, I think everybody's different. It's I'm just, just going to break not, quarantine, honestly, if that's the case. Like, you know, it's not. Are we, are we in quarantine anymore though? I don't know. I know, dude. Exactly. It's like, what are we even like, I don't know. It's, doing no, people, right now? People what are definitely it? not quarantining. Yeah, I'm I not just, saying that they shouldn't be, but I know someone that went on a date, and I was like, "Good, I wish I could do that." Like, are we quarantining? What's happening? If you're with your parents, like maybe be more careful. But yeah, what yeah, are I'm not we going doing? on a date and like coming home to my parents. But like, we've relaxed a little bit, you know, with like my brother. Right. You know, like he's For being sure. responsible. So he's come, we've, we've had him here. I haven't been, I haven't been hiding it as he's been on my Instagram. So I think that there are still some people in that camp of like, how can you be seeing people outside of your home? And it's like, I respect you. Those people suck. But- Those people can suck a dick. Like, but I'm all, I, can, I can, I can respect <laughs> it still because it's purely for safety is why they think that way. But I'm also like, let me ask you, are you doing what you're doing for literally ever? Cause there's like, you know, it, when does it, there's a fine line, I guess. I'm like, not out being careful. Having, yeah. I will say know, I saw, parties and stuff. I saw, um, a friend, uh, they posted like, uh, they're like, my mom is, um, social distancing with a friend. They haven't seen each other in a while. And it was them like sitting six feet apart. And I was like, Oh, that's, I was like, that's really cool. And then it was another slide of, of the mom showing the other mom, like a garden. And they were literally six inches apart. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you try and then people fail, but like they are at least trying is, is I guess what's happening. I just, okay. I feel like you'll appreciate this. Like, uh, I don't know if I would admit this, whatever. I, I did hang out with my best friend, like whatever, you know, Who cares, and, dude? You know I mean, and, so, you're not being I wanted dumb to, about it. No, let me hear. So where everybody's being super responsible, I wanted to see my best friend. It was so great to see her in therapeutic. I didn't post anything, but uh-huh. it was like, I <laughs> I thought that we were going to just sit outside six feet apart. And then you get into the situation and you just don't do it. And it feels like when you think you're going to use a condom with somebody and then you get into the situation <laughs> and then you just are like, fuck it. Like it feels yeah, like, you get there you, and you're like you go into, what are you talking about? You think you're going to be safe. And then you're like, it's fine. Just put it in me. Like, yeah, it's you're like let's felt- go, dude. honestly, which is what it's going to be like when this all ends. Let's sit inside and share finger foods, you dude, know, like whatever. When this all ends, guys are going to be like condoms. I just beat the pandemic, dude. Let's go. Come on. 
And honestly, some girls are going to be like, you're right. Yeah. What am I like? We beat COVID. We deserve it. You deserve it. You're right. You know what I mean? And again, if anybody's listening to this, don't come for me. You should always practice safe. Be safe, dude. Sex and, you know, you know Corona-ing. But I wanted to see my friend. I felt like she's been super safe. There's not a lot of cases. She's been quarantining uh-huh. or, you know, whatever. So, uh, but I definitely went in with an intention to be more <laughs> safe than we probably were. <laughs> you, you know what it is? You forget. You just straight up forget. Like you like go we to weren't, do something. We weren't tugging and touching and I washed my hands a million times. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, my life has changed. I think that we're changed for the better in terms of like germs, but yeah, we, we didn't sit across from each other. We didn't measure six feet outside in the lawn. We just did it. Yeah. I mean like the postman came the other day and he gave me a package and I stayed six feet away from him. But then when I went to sign next second, I was just kissing him on the mouth and I was like, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but like, that's just, you know, you just fall into things. I'm in his arms and I feel safer than I have in months. So, you know, it's like, oh my God. I, I dude, it's, right. it's. I mean, can you imagine like <laughs> if you're breaking quarantine right now and then also trying to be practicing safe sex, it's like you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're like pick one or the other. Okay. You can't break quarantine and then be like, well, we have to be safe here. It's like, you're already risking your life. Okay. Just fucking so funny. That somebody, they're like sneaking around fucking and they yeah. go like, well, we got to wrap it up. We got, I have to use a condom and you have to use a dental dam. It's like, oh, what are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> Just raw dog me and we're sc- like just screaming. Let's light a fire while we're at it. Like who, who knows? <laughs> oh my God. I don't. So true. You know, it's honestly, you're a hypocrite. Yeah. If you're, you're using you're a condoms. Hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? You go to pull a condom out and then they're like, you're, we're breaking quarantine though. And you're like, yeah, well, oh, what do you, and then they make it about themselves. They're like, oh, what are you saying? I'm dirty. It's like, oh, you think I've been with someone else? It's like, oh, no, 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 no. no. I got into that argument once. I pulled the condom out and the girl Did was like- Did you break quarantine with somebody else? Yeah. Oh, the girl was God. like, um, okay. I was like, it's a, isn't this the right, like my brain short circuited. I was like, well, isn't this the, I was like, you want this, right? I was like- Oh, that's a yeah. little weird. Yeah. I was, yeah. It was very weird. Sam Morrell has a bit about that, how he was about, wasn't he? I think it, he's about to fuck a girl and then she insisted on no condom and he was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let me- I will say I used one and then woke up three hours later in the middle of the night and was like, I'm not using one again. I was like, and I just was like, <laughs> fuck it. You know, like I, I believe her. I choose to believe women, you know, yes, all women. And so I just, and Hey, you know what? Nothing bad happens. I, I you know, we stopped talking. She probably doesn't like me because we stopped talking, but it wasn't because right. of that, you know? Right. It was, bec- it it's was just, like, we just, we have good intentions, but then, you know, <laughs> Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like when you just, yeah, it just, it it just happens, dude. So, you know, I, so I met you through Raina, but I had no, like known you through girls got to eat, but I actually didn't really know what the like impetus was. Cause I know you were running bros being basic before any of this, right? Mm-hmm. How did that yeah. start? Um, I started bros being basic in the, like, the fall of 2014, like right after, actually the night before Thanksgiving in 2014. So I was, I mean, I just remember it like it was yesterday, you know, because like Thanksgiving, I was like watching this account blow up and my family's like, we're having dinner. And I'm like, I'm busy. Um, so your account was already blowing up the next day. Oh my God. It got a hundred thousand followers in five days. It was bananas. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Explain that. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. It, 
it wasn't that I just like threw it into the air and it started like blowing Uh up. So I was a writer. I've always been a writer. I had this blog that was like pretty popular. I'd have things go viral from time to time. Uh And I wrote an article titled what if guys acted like girls on Instagram this was like the height of like basic like basic just came on the scene yes. it's like a word that we used to describe like basic white women it was the and word so of the I year just, probably yeah, Dick they, Webster's like, yeah that was like the buzzfeed era and stuff so mm-hmm. um i wrote this blog what if guys acted like girls on instagram i had all my guy friends do photos and like i had a vision for every one of them it took like a month to compile it was a lot of work mm-hmm. um that paid off and so i put it up and the blog started to get traction like elite daily covered it and like cosmo or whatever and they were like this yeah. blog is so hilarious the account didn't exist so um obviously I was like, wait, should I make this into an actual account? A guy friend kind of helped me with it. I had another girlfriend who I just look up to that was like, I think you should do this. I think it would be a great idea. And so just launched it. And then, um, it was like this big article that Buzzfeed had written about the blog. And I was like, Hey, I actually just started this account. Do you guys mind like popping that link in? I like tweeted at the writer and she was like, Oh my God, absolutely. This is genius. Mm -hmm. So that was part of it. And then like everybody else wrote about it. That was like, just a lot, but those websites were just more popular then. You know, it was like Elite Daily and BuzzFeed were like ran the internet. And yeah, so but there was a time just, that I don't want to go back to where BuzzFeed was like the it was internet. The, like seventh most read site on the in the world or something. God, man. So it, it yeah, it happened immediately. And then um and just everybody started writing about it. Cause that was like I mean, honestly, in 2014, there was like the, the originals of like fuck Jerry, fat Jewish, mm-hmm. bet, betches maybe, maybe girls no job, and but there weren't a lot of meme accounts. There weren't so many humor parody accounts, and nobody had ever seen anything like Bros being basic. Yeah, like, yeah. Basic was hot, so it just it blew up, and then um, it was. I mean, I made a living off of it for a few years. And how did, so, how did um, you make money off of the? Did you run ads on the Instagram? Yeah, like oh, okay. yeah, but like sponsored like content like. You'd like I mean, get a guy to take a picture with some yeah, sponsored yeah. shit and then like yeah, product, yeah, yeah. uh, what is the word? Product placement, stuff like that. Yeah, so, kind of like, I mean, you I and had, Raina will do it, but it'll be like a nice picture. It won't just be like you holding a bottle and be like, drink this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you so, and I mean, your I Adidas pants. Like, and <laughs> yeah, the, you put us on blast. But yeah, I mean, I worked with Smirnoff for like two years. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's, I, you know, I think I had that moment where I realized how much money like I could make on it mm-hmm. where I was like, Oh, I can like pay my rent with this and stuff. Yeah, um, so, and now, I mean, it's, it's around, I post on it. It's, it's just kind of, I don't want to say it's old news, but it's just not fresh and hot anymore. For sure. And it, I mean, if you don't like do it, as soon as you like feel like you have to do it, it's not really yeah. the same. And I mean, you have more important things like the fucking podcast that you run, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, and I think people are veering towards the thing that it was cool about it was that it was a meme account, but also the photos were real people and people knew some of these guys, they started to see them more and more. Uh, but yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, I think these brands, they want to work with personal influencers as opposed to like meme accounts. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. My, the landline's ringing on my parents. It's all good. It's just, yeah. 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 You're right. Cause it, it kind of can feel, um, I don't know. On, for whatever reason, when people do ads on meme accounts, Everyone's just like, boo, kill yourself, <laughs> boo, like block this account. Yeah. It's yeah. so, it's so strange, even though, it's, cause like I have a, I have a cousin who he runs a, a meme account. Um, It's called little father figure. And it's like, it's got like a couple hundred thousand followers and uh-huh. he did like one or two ads 
that he posted at like 2 a.m. And people were like, I can't believe you sold out, fam. Damn, I can't, like, wow, this is, wow, sell out, unsubscribe, boo, you suck. How dare you? And he literally commented, he's like, bro, I'm trying to make some kind of money. Like, I have roommates. You know, it's like. Also, shut, it's people that say that are so stupid because it's like, have you ever, I don't know, watched TV? Like you, commercials pay the bills. Like, have you ever listened to the radio? Like it's the way the world works. Yeah, yeah. The no, whole, it's not just. <laughs> no one's calling the radio to be like, uh, hey, Bob, I just want to say you guys are fucking sellouts for having ads on. And uh, I really think you guys shouldn't do that anymore. Okay. But also thanks for giving all this free content. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Like no one's. Right. I wish and it's I also like, it's, it's just funny, but people are, people are pretty nice to rate. And I just, I think they like people have come for her on a couple brands that maybe they didn't like agree with like the brand's ethics, but for the most part, like they're really sweet to us. Cause our, yeah. our like fan base is so sweet and like, they get excited. Dude, like they're like, Oh girl, get that Bon Viv money. Like yeah. they're like so sweet. Like if, if, if like, they see yes, I did add more money, <laughs> what's your Venmo? Yeah. Yes. More money. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> they're like, Oh, I see you girl with that Anheuser-Busch money. Like it's so sweet. Dude, your fans are so nice. It's insane how nice your fans are to you guys. <laughs> It's like wild. <laughs> like I, so, so Raina posted that picture where someone, I don't even know what they said. They said something shitty about her and she, like she commented something. Oh, um, what, did you jump in? Yeah. And I jumped in. Well, yeah. it was like also <laughs> Rain and I, Rain and I actually have different, we have, um, different we don't agree views. on, on, uh, on f- like fake troll accounts, uh-huh. like because so that person they said like you're a butterface or something right yeah so and she clapped back and she was funny and then you jumped in and everybody was very funny i think my yeah. brother even got in there and it's nice to see everybody standing up for her but that account had no no avatar no followers no posts so someone created an account to troll her with the intention that people would get mad so i know that these trolls all they want is to be seen and to rile true, people true, up true. Yeah. so i refuse to let it happen like if a real person wants to come in and other people want to clap back and defend me okay maybe i'll let it stay but like a true troll account with no post no followers no picture it's like who knows who it is it could be somebody that knows you or it could just be like a professional troll but they want to rile people up 100%. and i refuse to let it happen and rain is just funny because she's like it's engagement and like i love her for that but like we're different because she's like she loves to let it stay up and let she people get right, all worked up because the instagram and I, algorithm I refuse. is like I don't well care. a lot more comments so let's boost that post a little <laughs> yes. bit yeah i know and i i see her side of it but it's like i know that this like disgusting person had like i know that they're accomplishing their goal and i don't like to let it happen well, it's, it's not good for mental health to like interact with those people like definitely not because you just feel yeah. shitty and- but sometimes like i'll get I think there's a message I want to send to people like always check because sometimes the craziest, meanest stuff somebody says, it's like a true like troll. And it could be like someone, you know, like it's somebody that has like no post, no followers, no picture. You know what I mean? Like you see those posts, those accounts all the time. The truth about it is that we all know deep down in our hearts, if we could create a troll account and no one would know, we would do some evil shit like even if just to feel that for a for like an hour to just go i mean most of us after a couple posts would be like what the fuck am i doing but if you get into a certain mindset 
maybe quarantine would help. You could go to a couple people and be like, "You, who do you think you are? You're fucking tr-. like everyone's got that evil inside them, dude. And to say you don't is a lie, but it's that's what they're doing. They just want to feel they're sa- honestly they're sad. And a lot of times, if yeah, you hit yeah. people up and you go like, "Yo, why did you type that?" I did that with one guy once, and he I don't know what he commented, but he just like was he said some shit, and then. I just kept being nice because I was like, because that's the uh, way to to win is someone says some mean shit and you're like, fuck yes, dude, I love you. And then they're like, what's going on? And so he he messaged me and I said some shit back and I was like, look, dude, I just don't know why you're like being like this. I don't like, if you don't like it, that's fine. That's cool. And then he goes, sorry, dude, like my dog died recently and I just like really haven't been feeling well. Wow. And I was like, whoa. I was like, <laughs> I go, I'm really sorry, man, about your dog. But like, maybe don't be shitty or I was like you know what you can be shitty to me because now I know it's just that but people do read it you know like I know I had somebody like this guy like came at me and then he even posted about me in the story so I got the notification it was pretty crazy it was about it was a race thing that I posted about this post about race and he attacked me yeah and he basically was like fuck this girl she she can say this stuff, but she doesn't walk the walk. And I'm like, oh my God, do you know what I've have all I've done this whole t- quarantine and prior to this is like give to charity, give to people in need, and help just fuck people. Black like, guys. like that's it, yeah. all I <laughs> No, but I was like, I no, have I spent so much of my own money, my hours and hours and you know, blood, sweat, and tears like doing charitable stuff. You don't know me, mm-hmm. this isn't fair. And I since I he came into my DMs, I mean people he, in the comments, he was there too, but whatever. He came into my DMs and I wrote back, like, this isn't accurate. Like, I don't, you don't know me, whatever. This is crazy. And he, he literally was like, I'm sorry. And I am scared as a black man. And this has hit me really hard. And I made a false assumption about you. And yeah. we like had this conversation. And I still don't like that he, just took it upon himself to drag a stranger not knowing anything about me. But at least we were kind of able to have a little bit of productive conversation in the DMs. And then people kind of started to... And then he reposted on his story our conversation, Mm -hmm. like kind of redeeming me, even though I didn't need it. But, you know, it's just like... yeah. He's I like, don't agree with the, the same with you. And you're like, okay, well, yeah. Right. But so, there's like the Sarah Silverman did that with something. There was some some guy that lashed out at her. I think it was her, and then she like ended up paying for his therapy or something. Like, I don't I think th- this happens every time. I think it's the exception to the rule. But every once in a while, someone will be like, "You're right. I'm angry." I think most of the time, or almost all the time, they are, and that potential is there. It's just really hard to get someone to admit because when because to lash out is a lot easier and less vulnerable than to say I'm like upset and scared about this. And also mm-hmm. to admit, like, I don't know how to deal with my emotions because that's what it is. When you do shit like that, it's right. like, Oh, I don't know how to maturely as an adult deal with these emotions of fear, anxiety, like confusion and put them all out there. So instead, I'm going to lash out at someone who represents to me whatever it is. Yeah, White exactly. girl. Like maybe you remind him of some, maybe you remind him of a person that he saw that didn't walk the walk and then just goes, oh, it's another one of those. But that's a whole uh-huh. lumping in that's like, that's bullshit. But it's a lot it's easier to fair. do that than for you to go. I mean, it's, it is nice. It just takes time. The, the, the bottom line is that it just takes time to go to one person and be like, hey, What's actually up, you know, but they're not going to, 
And I'm just, I'm just trying to like be better in general, like with the way I speak about things on Twitter and whatnot. Cause I used to be a little more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've had a lot of people come to me recently and be like, the way you speak about this, it's so eloquent. It's so rational. It's, you know, non-inflammatory. And I'm like, I actually, this has taken a while to get here. I used to be a lot more inflammatory, like 2016, like the shit I would say about the the election and stuff. Like I used to just be kind of crazy and it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Put a lot of people into an acute form of psychosis for a couple of years. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, like, you probably looked at me in 2016. You were like, that's the enemy. Like, just kill, just kill him. And yeah. <laughs> right. But it's but, like, and then, and then it's like people, like people see this whole beef, this recently with Alison Roman and Chrissy Teigen. And then it's like, and then all these other people jump in and then they start oh, bashing on, those women. Huh? What happened with this beef? <laughs> Alison Roman is this, uh, like food writer and she uh-huh. was interviewed and she said that Chrissy Teigen's like career trajectory, like horrifies her and she's a sellout basically. And, um, then it just turned into this whole thing. Chrissy Teigen was upset. She was like, wait, I thought she liked me. And, um, <laughs> she since apologized, but in she also attacked Marie Kondo. So it came across a little racially charged, whether it was oh, or wasn't, yeah. it was like this white woman choosing two women of color to, to criticize. Yeah. And, and I posted about it on my Twitter too, because I was like, this is just disappointing to see from a woman with a platform, you know, that like we have to yeah. tear other women down. But what I didn't do was say, fuck that cut, you know, like, cause yeah, then yeah, it's true. like two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. Like people want to criticize, but then that the, their language is so aggressive and inflammatory that then they're no better than the person they're criticizing. hundred percent. But don't you think we will have reached true equality when women are free to just tear other women down? <laughs> And it's completely okay. Isn't that kind of the goal? Because a guy shits on another guy and you're like, hell yeah, whatever. You know, no guys, like, no guys are like, it's just really hard to see a guy tear down another male. I think true quality is when some female, one woman goes, that girl fucking sucks. And everyone's like, well, we all get paid the same. So fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I like hated when you said that initially, but now I agree. (laughs) I do. That's, because that's right now I said it. <laughs> we do need to kind of stick together because we're like kind of you know we are equal we just aren't i'm sorry we just aren't until men aren't just like you know there's i mean until like rape culture is over all the things like we won't have reached true equality with oh, whether or not sure. that'll happen yeah, yeah, yeah but for sure. if we do if we do one day then no we don't have to love every other woman we exactly, can talk dude. shit on and them that's just like the men day do. that i dream about i dream about that day <laughs> When a woman just tears another woman down and I go, God bless America. God damn it. I love this country that we can just shit on each other. No matter what creed or race or religion, you can call someone a dumb cunt to their face and uh, that's okay. You know? It's so true because if some, I I mean, let me say that. What I mean to say is men, no, no, no men are getting criticized for an article like that. Fuck you no, know. dude. Guys shit on like other dudes all the time and no one sees it as like a, if they're of the same race, then, you know, it, it gets tricky with different races and stuff. But like, you know, if JJ white Watt- White guy versus white guy. Yeah, exactly. White guy, guy versus white guy. guy. Everyone's like, dude, kill each other. Please go ahead. <laughs> Please go for it. You know? <laughs> and it was just a bunch of white dudes fighting. People would like, honestly, there should just like, 
white dudes fighting, everyone's going to get in a circle and just eat popcorn and be like, I hope they both lose. You know, like that's right. Yeah. And one, well, and that was the thing. What people, everything is, is about race now, whether, mm-hmm. you know, you agree or not, people will turn it into that. And I'm not saying that things are not racially, racially charged. They Some often are, but people, people are go towards that very quickly yeah. and it's annoying. Yeah. So that being said, white people need to check themselves and A, their own internalized belief system regarding race, but B, what they're putting out there and saying about people of color and why they're saying it in this climate that we're in. You know, that girl, it's like, are you crazy? Like you criticized two other women in this article and they were both Asian women. Are you crazy? You just got to be aware of it. You know, but the unfortunate thing about it is like, it's almost, it's like this weirdly counterintuitive thing where it's like, almost not more racist, but like a weird way where you're like, oh, I can't criticize two women that are Asian because then that it's this weird. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but it's this weird thing. It's very counterintuitive where you're like, okay, first of all, let me check myself. Do I hate Asians? And then you're like, okay, no, I don't. And then, and then you go, but are people going to think I hate Asians? It's like, yeah, maybe. Well, this isn't worth it. Honestly, most of the time you should just be like, is this worth it? And the answer is no. Is it worth it? But that's, and that's, you know, whether I know people have very, you know, polarizing opinions on somebody like Andrew Schultz, but his, Mm -hmm. his take on it is I do criticize anybody and everybody because I don't think of them differently, you know, and whether you agree with that or not, but his take is like, I am going to make jokes about these brown guys because they're yeah. strong enough to take it and I don't think I need to protect them For sure. because that feels like inequality that feels to me. a lot more racist to be like oh they they can't handle it like let's be Yeah, be right. Careful. That's his that's his stance. But to me, I love what you said and my exact take on it is is it worth it? Because I think we have to know as white people how things will be spun and it just not that I have anybody of color I feel like criticizing now or ever, but yeah, exactly. I'm just saying like Yeah, me too. What you gotta watch what you say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um that was for our video viewers only. Um <laughs> it's also like just, No, of course, like I just Yes, just, just get a group chat. Honestly, get a group chat with people that you can talk shit about at least because they can at least be like yes or be like, hey Dylan, seeming a little bit in this direction. Maybe just keep that to yourself and you go, okay, I got it. I mean, with Schultz, dude, it's like the one thing you can say about him is if you think he hates a certain race, guess what? He hates all of them because he shits right. on all of them. And isn't that true equality again? You hate- That's yeah. what his stance is. No one is safe. So no, yeah. why would I not- Like he was like, why would I just- Why would I not ever say anything bad about black like, women? Yes, because exactly. that makes it seem like I think that they need protected more than the Indian guys and the Asian guys and the yes. handicapped people. I mean, no one is safe with him. 100%. And I think the people that come to the show like it. I think the- the the. Cause I, I will say like what he does, like I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of everything he does, but I respect what he's doing. I think he's, um, he, he does it well and people that get upset about it. It's like you, it just might not be for you at the end of the day. It just might not, you just might not be in the right. You just might not like it. It might right. affect you in a certain way. And that's like completely fine. But then you see, I've seen people at his shows it's an Indian dude and he's making fun of the Indian dude and the Indian dude is like hype about it. And so- It's mostly that. Yeah. Like his, his also, and I mean, you got to give him credit. I do, he, he, I think he likes self-proclaims has the most diverse audience in comedy, but I 
agree. Like you watch some of these, you're like, why is the the whole front row black, white, Indian, Asian yeah. woman, handicapped person? I mean, whatever. It's just like you see it all for sure. So it's it's it, there's a, there's talent there. What, I mean, you, 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 you do not have to like him. Comedy is subjective. You the only thing that isn't the only thing that is, will is a red flag is when if he's making fun of an Indian guy and then there's a white guy laughing really hard. You're like, wait, hold on a second. I think you're enjoying this a tiny bit too much. Too much. Yeah. 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 What's what's going on here? I don't know. But he also has a lot of knowledge, like his whole the thing about the Indian, uh, like the bracelet that they wear. Like yeah. he knows the history of it, which I think people of color and of different ethnicities and races and genders respect because mm-hmm. he's done the research a little bit. He's not just up there throwing around like cliche stereotypes. Has he been I don't the, know why this turned into Andrew Schultz. Yeah, I know. All of a sudden we're just sucking Andrew's dick for 20 minutes. Um <laughs> I yeah, would that, not mind doing I mean, that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He has a girlfriend. I mean, I mean, it doesn't mean you can't. You say he's, you can't. Don't say he's hot. You know, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. You're not saying you would like to actively. You're just like if it I, happened. Yeah. If I woke he up knows, and he was in my mouth, I'd be like, well, I guess here we go. You know. I've been on a. I've been on. I was on a date and he was there. Like we just ended up at the cellar and like I was on a date and like I just was like Andrew, like you're just your teeth are so perfect. And then I I thought about it later and I was like. What if my date? I think my date was just like, yeah, he's the goat. Like I love him too. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what if you? What if it? The roles were reversed, and like I was with a guy, and some guy was like, oh, Nikki Glaser, like exactly. you're so hot, you're yeah, so perfect. I would hate like, it. You're a piece of shit, dude. You suck. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it, it, I mean, the guy probably felt definitely cucked, but I mean, <laughs> but but like, but Schultz definitely has like. I'll cock your girl energy. You know what I mean? Like he, he'll definitely like, you know, fuck your girl while you watch and you're like, okay, well, you know, he's confident enough to do it. Oh my God. It's so funny. What? Um, yeah. I just, cause I've, I've never known this and I always wonder how did, um, how did you and Raina become friends? Um, we met, this like sounds so pretentious. We met at the Met Gala. on a pre- <laughs> the Met Gala when we, you know, when that used to be a thing. Um, yeah. we met in Aruba on this press trip. So, like, see, I didn't I, know this. This is a good story. Yeah. Okay. We, because I mean, it was it was for the Aruba Marriott. So basically, the way these trips work, they bring on like influencers and press people. They had like five of us down there. It's like you get a you know free uh-huh. trip, but you write about it or whatever. Yeah, for yeah. me, I think I was like creating content for Bros Being Basic because that was like my biggest outlet at the time. And then Raina was doing stuff for One Hungry Jew. Yeah. So yeah, we just met on this trip. That was in October 2017. Um, and we like really hit it off. And I think we were like, are we going to be friends in real life when we get back to New York? You know. Um, and we were, we hung out a few times and I had wanted to do this podcast. I had been thinking about it for like months and months. I was going to do it with a guy friend of mine. And then mm-hmm. I don't know, I just started to be like, I don't know if I want to like go into business with this guy forever. Like I saw a big picture. I was like, I want to do this Smart. with a woman. Like yeah. I, I do picture travel involved. I just don't want to, you know, this guy's like, I don't know if that's what I want long term. Yeah. He was and so me I was like, and you know, was, I regret yeah, it every day. This is what happened. Yeah, this is what happened. Um, <laughs> He start, Dylan started his own thing. And 
we, I just, it was like the end of 2017. I was like, okay, I got to get this podcast off the ground. I got to get this thing started. I, I, I got to figure out who I'm going to host this with. Yeah. And I like Raina popped into my head. I was like, oh yeah, we probably hung out five or six times. We texted. She was always so funny. She had the same type of lifestyle as me. She was like really open about her life and her sex life. And I just texted her like, would you want to start a podcast? And she was like, yeah. Like she was like, I actually just went on this other dating podcast. I've been thinking that, that, that this is kind of the, the next mm-hmm. big thing anyway. And I've been trying to figure out what I'm, we both were in that really good place of trying to figure out what was next. Like, I think we both knew this like Instagram gravy train was going to stop at some point. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, how are we pivoting? What are we doing next? And it was like perfect timing. We were both single. So when do you, uh, when do you think you became very comfortable with yourself sexually? Do you remember like talking about it and stuff? Yeah, or just like as a per, like a person in general. I mean, I know everyone is constantly working on that, but do you remember a certain moment where you're like, "Oh, I think I'm much more confident in this area." Um I I tie some things back to the first person I had sex with. We were talking about this really? recently with um uh uh, Emily Morse, Dr. Emily Morse, who was on our podcast, Sex with Emily. Uh-huh. It just kind of came up. So um, I would say I was kind of a late bloomer. So I was like super insecure that like I hadn't kissed somebody when all my friends had kissed somebody. Mm-hmm. I was a little insecure that I hadn't had sex yet when I was like a senior in high school. And um, but then I, I started dating this guy and he was he was more experienced for sure. Uh, and but he like <laughs> treated me so well, like he was like just, th- you know, thought it was so wonderful that I was so, was so gentle with mm-hmm. me as like, I hadn't had sex before. I mean, he like went down on me, which I, I was like, that doesn't happen to a lot of girls at that age. Like, so I, because it was somebody I loved and trusted, I was became comfortable with guys going down on me early. And yeah, I yeah, just yeah. like attribute a lot of my positive sexuality, I guess, with like my first partner, which I don't, a lot of girls don't have that, you know, great as an experience. Uh, first that. Partner? Yeah. Oh my God. That damn, you're lucky that that uh, he know how yeah. to go down, dude. Because man, I'm thinking back to all my teen. Until I honestly, until I read that book, she comes first. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, honestly. What? And then, do you remember American Pie? Like they had that like book, and I guess it was the I show how to go down. American Pie. I saw like some. Well, they, they didn't give tips, but the whole but thing yes, was that like was the book he found it, yeah. that like Bible. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. And the, I remember people being like, "Do the ABCs like honor clit or some shit?" And which like, okay, yeah, I guess that helps. But I just remember, I just remember <laughs> the first time I went down to a girl. I was in a car, and it was my senior girlfriend, oh, and I was in a and, car. By the way, my back broke, and um. I was in the front seat and I like went down and like my, and I was 14, maybe 15. And I remember she was like, you don't have to, like you can, and I was like, okay. I was like, but I love you. You know what I mean? Like just, (laughs) just so bad. Oh my God. So bad. I mean, I don't, I think he just made, I don't think I ever actually like had an orgasm from him going down to me. Like, but I, I did from a guy. Yeah the net, the following, or I guess maybe even like a year or two after this mm-hmm. other guy did it right. And he went down on me and he, I remember I, that was my first orgasm ever. And I told him that whatever. And uh-huh. he was so proud and he, he knew my ex, like from the one that took my virginity and he goes, damn, he never broke you off like that. Like he like, he like 
really put him on blast. Damn, dude. You know, he definitely texted him, right? He definitely texted him. I don't think they were friends like that, but they, they knew that like, he knew who he was. He was like, oh shit, I want to. Okay, he I didn't text thought. him. He texted his boy and he goes, you know, so-and-so? Yeah, I just made his girl come for the first time. He never did. That, <laughs> that conversation happened a thousand percent. I know that for a fact because that conversation happened with me with my friends who oh. fucked a girl who used to be dating some other guy we know that we didn't even like. And he was like, yeah, dude, I, she told me it's the best sex she ever had. And I was like, well, whatever that guy's name is, he fucking sucked. You know what I mean? End of, end of, the, end of, the, end of the day. It happens, um, dude. I mean, you shouldn't expect yeah, anyone right. to be good like under 25, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I, do, I just even. like, I don't know. I, I had like pretty positive experiences. And as far as like talking about it, I've always just been pretty open. My parents are pretty, are really cool. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, I found, I knew I had value in like making people laugh and stuff like that. So it's just like sex kind of came with that. You know, I I was like this Northern type of girl that went to school in the South. So it's like a lot of it, some of it's tied into like shock value. And then I, I just found value in being like this funny, crazy party girl that like, like had sex a lot. So when did you start doing stand up? Um, in 2013, so like almost seven years years ago ago. in Atlanta. Um, And then, yeah, I was doing it in Atlanta. It was great. I was really enjoying it. And then I moved to New York, obviously 2017. Okay, I started doing it then, yeah. Beginning of the year. So you were doing stand-up before the podcast, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Yeah, and I mean, I honestly, like, I took a break. I kind of forgot this. I thought recently, yeah, when we started the podcast, I just like, I felt really fulfilled and I just like... I was kind of not getting tired of it, but I was, you know, the stand-up scene stressed me out a little bit. And I'm oh, like, dude. I can take a break. There's yeah. nothing wrong with this. And if so I, I took well, like six months off. Yeah. It was, it was okay. I wasn't making like a ton of headway, but I just was like, the podcast is my thing now. And I, I actually took a break and I, you know, I'm sure other comics would like look frown on that, but it doesn't really seem to hurt me. Cause once the podcast took off then people wanted to book me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, then I, like, that's the thing, but I, I like, I love it. Like I miss it so much. Like my show at the stand is like my favorite thing I do yeah. in New York. And I just really miss doing stand up. I don't anticipate taking like another long-term break like that. But I think people are like, if that's what you feel like you want to do in the moment, then you should do it. If you it's like not it. serving you. Yeah, dude. I, I, um, this, this zoom shit is, uh, definitely getting to me a little bit to where I'm just like, fucking all right. Like, what have you like Zoom shows? I'm I almost I'm not I don't refuse to do Zoom shows, but like I don't like I've I've never liked doing it. The only one I like doing is Remy's because I like her and she does it well. But it's so well, and strange. Remy's is Remy's yeah. is like it's easy because it's so short, and then you talk to her. But like I got asked to do one, and I wasn't able to do it anyway. I had a conflict, but I got asked to do one, and it was like he was like, yeah, it's like a ten or twelve minute set. I'm like, what on Zoom? You're like, are you and like out no of your no shade? Mind? But how does it? I, how does this look? Dude, I did three minutes on Zoom and the entire time I just wanted to be like, I'm bombing right now. I'm bombing. How do you guys like this? Because I suck. Like, that's just what I want to do the entire time. Uh, it, I know. I hate, I like, I, I think I've, I think I've only done Remy's actually. Yeah, Remy's is the only, um, what have you been doing like non-comedy, comedy wise to like entertain you during all this? I don't know. I mean, I actually do feel like 
I mean, Rain and I still talk all the time and we get to exercise that muscle with recording our podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I mean, I I feel like I'm like low-key running bits by my parents at dinner, you know, like I'm just trying to make them laugh. And I've written a couple jokes that I'm really excited about, but I'm like, I just want to do these. I've like forgotten that stand-up is real. Like I I love it and I miss it. And I also just like... ideas will come up every now and then and I'll go, oh shit, I remember when I used to think this and then do it like the next day at a mic. Yeah. And then now I just write it down and I go, well, I'll say that in three months. All right. I know, it's so sad. Just put it down. It's really, yeah. I mean, I'm like trying to learn piano is the only thing I'm doing besides like all this. Oh, are you really? That's what I meant. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to make Did you used to play when you were a kid? Yeah. What? Um, So did I... Or are you learning like fresh? No, I'm learning fresh. Is it you think you think you're good at it because you have long fingers? Mm, no, I I already kind of have carpal tunnel, so it actually kind of hurts. But uh, okay. I, I didn't know have, if someone was like, you should play the piano. I do have you have long, long fingers. fingers. My hands are fucking giant, which like I never notice. But then, like, do you, do you have big hands? Um, my hands are perfect uh, as far as like <laughs> <laughs> my hands and my. <laughs> If you guys, yeah. Hey guys, if you ever ask someone about a certain part of the body and then they immediately respond with, it's perfect, you know that they might have had problems with that early on in their life and they've no, now no, no, come no, to love listen. it. Um, my hands and my feet are like, are they're just really good. Like they are long, yeah, but that. they're proportionate yeah. and my fingers are like really slender. You do have good um, hands. I mean, you, you're right. Yeah. You have good hands. And I, uh, but they're, they're big. I mean, they're big. Like, I'm five ten, you know, like yeah, I'm just yeah, a yeah. bigger person. So, do you have long toes or like finger toes or what? I got like long toes. Um, again, just like perfectly proportionate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Perfect arch, dude. Damn, good for you. I've got a, I've got a high arch. <laughs> I've definitely got a high arch. I mean, my feet are are big too. Like, what it's size? like I look like nine and a half. See, yeah, see, I'm a thirteen, so I'm like, oh, okay, that's not. Yeah, I guess yeah. I've never. People are weird about feet. I've never like, do you care about feet? No, but, um, no, like, but it's, it's funny. Cause people like, if I post, if I post something on Instagram and it's like my feet are showing people are like, Oh my God, how could you post that for free? You should be getting paid. And I'm like, well, how much, like, what could I be making? Yeah. And also like, <laughs> do you want, do you really want your I'm not feet doing it. out there? You know what I mean? I don't know. They're, they, I mean, it's like actually, I guess you'd rather a guy jerk it to your feet than your tits, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody's banging down my door for pictures of my small tits, but like I your tits aren't like that small, are they? I mean, they're they're just like they're fine, but dude, embrace, like the, dude, the feet are the money are the maker. Best. Small titties are the best. Embrace the small titties. Small titties are the best. I'm very pro oh, small I'm, titties. I, okay. I'm happy about them, but okay, like okay, okay. But you're like, no, yeah, no one's asking you for, yeah, you don't have like some big sloppy naturals that are like fucking double D's that like you're. Yeah, but I also wouldn't put my tits out there, but I'm like, you know, if times got tough and I'm, I could make money off my feet, feet for I sure. mean, I might consider it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been into feet. I don't like, do you know anyone yeah, who's I into don't. feet? Some I, people I are don't. like into them. I, I mean, no judgment. Your people are into what they're into, but I don't really understand it. Like, I, there's guys out there that would rather have a foot pick than a nude, like a, you know. Now that is insane. Okay, and those guys, all the power to you, but that makes no fucking sense to me. However, I have seen a couple feet that I've been like, you know, like 
there was a, a short circuit in my brain and I was like, I get it. Like just for a second and I like snapped uh-huh. out of it, but I was like, oh, okay. I like, I could like see that for a second in another life where I was like, yeah, dude, feet, feet are definitely. Well, I feel like that's like with any, like you see something that you didn't know you were attracted to, but then you see like the perfect one. Like I, there's this picture of this guy the other day on Instagram and I was like, why am I like feeling turned on by his calves because they were just perfect i'm not a big leg girl but some guys calves straight up like this and they were it was like his leg hair was perfect the shape was perfect his ankles his like his thighs and i was like this is these are perfect legs and i've never been one to like turn me on you stuff about that keep talking about it yeah what else what else what what kind of shorts was he wearing what's going on yeah with the Umbros from the nice. 95. He was wearing some corduroy shorts. Hell yeah, dude. Some, some ombre corduroy shorts. That guy owns a boat, you know? And I said Umbros. Yeah, I know. I just switched it up. You know? I'm going to be honest with you Ombre right now, Umbros. I don't know thing. what the fuck Umbro is. So I just. Oh, they're like old school, like soccer shorts. Like oh, I'm, too, I'm so much older than you. You probably oh, don't even know. No, you're not. What are you like? 33? You're 32? Yep. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm 17, you know? Like, we're basically the yeah. same age. Yeah. A little old for me, but, you know. No, yeah. <laughs> A little old for Yeah, dude, I get it. Those 15-year-old dudes are hot and their dicks are always working. You know what I mean? That's the... Give me some 15-year-old blood. I need a blood boy, okay? So I can just always be up and at him. <laughs> we just read this story of this girl. We did like a segment called Fuck My Phone. We're like, uh-huh. I mean, you know, self-explanatory. And this girl sent, sent in a story about this, how she... I don't need to get into the story, but she accidentally sent a picture of her tits to this 16 year old kid that was like lifeguarding at the pool where she worked at. And I'm like, that is the best day of that kid's life. Oh my God, dude. And yeah. also I'm like, do you think maybe subconsciously you did it on purpose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, she maybe did. I mean, that's like everyone in, um, you watch stranger things, right? Mm-hmm. So what is this? Isn't it, Billy is the, the evil kid, right? That guy like Docker, whatever, Montgomery, the Australian dude. The crew here. I've, 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 I, is there a season three? I've only seen one and two. Oh yeah. This okay. Well, then I can't. Those talk. kids are hot though. Yeah. No. 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 We were saying. Oh no. <laughs> FBI has entered the Zoom. Naughty. No, we're we're good. Uh, no. He's, I'm covering. He's up. like. <laughs> like we're naked for some reason. He um. <laughs> there's a kid and he's like 18. He's the lifeguard and all these moms are like into him and I'm like, dude, he's 18. Like. That's like, I get it, but also like you guys shouldn't be so open. Like, you know, just be chill. You know, he's, this yeah. is 18. Yeah. Relax. But it's, it's like, it's like non-threatening kind of, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that, I mean, they could, so don't, you know, don't come for me, but like, but like that's why it's different. Cause they, you see a bunch of but like they grown men, like leering at some underage girl. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is feels unsafe because of like the, the world that we live Those in. Those middle-aged women are not going to hold him down and force him to fuck them. Okay. Right. Like, like, Thank you for saying it. Yeah. I, sorry, guys. Sometimes someone has to say it and it was me. Okay. <laughs> right. Women like, can't not commit happening. crimes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's funny because people are like, well, why can women talk this way and men can't? It's like, because we don't rape dudes. True. You know, I mean, yes, there's exceptions. I would exceptions argue that I still think it can, it should be pointed out as like maybe kind of gross, but it's not at the top of the list. Okay. Right. It's, 
And also, yeah, and but also, I also don't give a fuck because that 18 year old dude is gonna be hype, okay? If some 35 year old woman was like looking at me and was like, break me off a piece of that, I'd be like, hey, dude, it's here, okay? It's here and I'm ready and I've literally been waiting. Like, this is every guy's. I was talking to my friends about this the other day. Like, we, we remember like, we would be like 14 and watching like Euro Trip and we just were like, that's what college is going to be for us. Just like fucking all <laughs> like we just thought that that's what it is. So like honestly those guys like 16th or 18 are just they're just primed to just fuck at uh, yeah. any moment. Like any moment. Like you know how they say you should be able to wake someone up and they should do their like times tables. Wake yeah. a 16 year old, he won't be able to do his times tables but he's like I'm hard, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's ready always. Right. Yeah. It's And a, I mean, you know, if they Really need to get away. I'm sure they're like faster runners than those middle aged ladies. <laughs> they are, dude. 16, you're a fucking, you're a, you're a fast kid. You're definitely fast. Um, I want to do this much longer, but we we gotta go. You gotta go. It's been a, it's been an hour twenty, dude. We've been chilling. We've been talking. No, I'm hungry. We've been vibing out. Yeah, I'm gonna go eat some s- squash that I made yesterday. I oh, cook. Sick. I squ- I cook, dude. Okay. Really? Did you cook before? Before the the um, the Renaissance, I was. <laughs> <laughs> did I cook before the Renaissance? Yeah, I did. Uh, did I cook before the quarantine? Yeah. Okay. Um, not as m- actually, I cooked more. Now during quarantine, I'm just like, um, have some granola, and just yeah, I've been cooking a lot. What are you been cooking? Anything yeah. good? Well, we just do HelloFresh, but these meals are like incredible, like gourmet meals. So I've been like cooking for my parents a lot. But oh, I mean, sweet, yeah, those yeah. those those places are good. But the only thing is that they're very couple centric, so it feels kind of sad when you're making it for one. You know, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it's that's fair. But you're it, with the family when I've gotten it, and it's like. <laughs> serves too and it's like when you're stirring the pasta be sure to like kiss your girlfriend on the mouth and you're like wait like this is like very sad for me because I have nobody you know yeah I just eat the leftovers for well actually though here's the thing with those meals I now I get the portions for four for for and it usually feeds yeah. three of us so yeah, yeah, no yeah. shade to HelloFresh or any of those meals because they're all kind of the same but like when I've cooked the meals for two, I'm like, this, this would not be one. enough for me and my, it, it's not, I don't eat it all, but I know it wouldn't be enough for me and like a big dude. Oh dude, I cook it and I eat all of it and I'm like, 100%. I'm still hungry. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's like. That's the other yeah, good you, thing about dating a short girl is that usually she has a small appetite. So when you go out to eat, she eats like half and then you eat one and a half. That was also like. Not yeah. always, but for me, I've had that experience a couple of times. And I remember I, in my head, I was like, this is fucking tight because I'm well, eating but, more. But have you, my brother has experienced almost all the girls he's dated have put on weight at the beginning of dating him because he eats so much because he's like, oh, such, interesting. so they are like eating with him and you know, you're safe in a safe space. And like my brother, I mean, my brother is you, he's a, he's a good looking dude. He's, mm-hmm. you, he's not ripped. Like he's he, he big and strong, but he's not, he doesn't have like washboard abs I and mean, he's 300 pounds, but he looks yeah. proportionate, but he eats a ton. So when he's dating that he goes out, you want to be like, have fun. You want to order apps. You want to order entrees. You want to order, you know, he yeah, just like yeah. orders a lot of food. So ac- mostly across the board, the girls he's dated have put, put on weight that the, a lot of times they've, they since lost cause they realized the pattern, but like, it's been kind of a th- an issue. And then he, they, he cooks a lot, but then he's cooking like 
food for him and it's so much food and the girls are like, what? I'm, like, I'm just trying to keep up. And so he has to be a little bit careful with that. I, I actually weirdly haven't. And I don't think, I think it's because when like I'm eating a lot and it's not like I'm going out and eating a lot of shitty food. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of food. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I'm going out and eating a shit ton of pizza and stuff. It's like, I'm going to have a pound of rice and also some like some other shit. So it's just, it's just a cons- consistent thing. But I have, I mean, one, one of the girls I was with, she had a, she had like just an insane metabolism. So she would just eat shit ton and I would too. And then I was just like, oh, well, this is normal. And then later on, I was like, oh, no, that wasn't normal like at all. But that, yeah. I, was like, I was like, well, she ruined me. Okay, cool. Great. Um, You're like, yeah, most women probably don't eat the amount that you eat. That yeah, but I've, eat. Never, I've never noticed like, but I've also haven't been in a relationship for longer than three months in like five years. So, you know. <laughs> they're, they're also, actually probably same to be honest. also might be that. Yeah. What's it with, what is it with that three month mark where you're just kind of like, I think I'm good. It's how long you can hide who you really are. Yeah. You know, you know what it is? It's how long I can hide that I don't want a relationship is probably what it is. No, but there's, there is a lot of science behind it. I'm not saying that you're like, there's science behind this three month thing. Yeah. That's what it's like when shit starts to get real, you know? Yeah. When, when, when it's for you, are you usually the one that's like, eh, you know what? I'm, I'm good. Um, no, I mean, (laughs) my last year's relationship, I mean, we, we, I mean, I moved away and I mean, it ended for good. And when I moved to New York at the beginning of 2017, we were like oh, okay. dated for a year and then we were off and on for another year after that. But I mean, I don't know everybody I've dated in since then in any capacity, nothing's really been serious, but I guess I have been the one to want to end it mm-hmm. except maybe with like the last person, but it, that wasn't like a dumping heartbreak situation. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. didn't work out. But I mean, I was bombed. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. See three months is, is you're bombed. And you get over it in a week, six months to eight months is like, I'm sad, you know? But I haven't even, I don't even, I wouldn't say I've da- I haven't dated somebody for, for even three months since my like last series X. Yeah. It's a lot of time. So Who I mean, knows I just, gonna- it's, I, 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 I have a, I, it's hard for me to find people I really want to yeah, date, me too, dude. spend time with, commit to. After a while, I'm like, you're fucking boring. And I, and it's <laughs> and like, and that's probably my issue, but like, I'm making it about you, you know? Cause that's easier. <laughs> And, um, it's not me. It's you. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. It's yeah. Exactly. I say it's not me. It's you like a hundred percent. It's uh, it's definitely not me. Do you think after quarantine it's going to change, um, what you look for or anything? Do you think you might jump into something because you've been starved for, uh, not yeah, for attention, I mean, but I, I don't know. Like I think about if I, if I decide to go back to New York, like mm-hmm. I might put a call out, you know, to like the last person I slept with. <laughs> well, just to feel it out. Oh yeah. Don't worry. I've put what those mean? feelers out too. You gotta, I mean, you're just an idiot if you don't, but yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah when you go back. Yeah, definitely. But I mean like when dating is finally happening again, I like, I feel like a lot of people are going to get into relationships because they, they've been starved for it. They've been starved. And like also maybe part of them is scared that this might happen again. Like cuffing yeah. season is going to be real because they're going to be like the second Corona wave is coming in December. So like, let's get ready. I know, but I feel like there's no, I'm, I'm not envious at all of people that had couples during this. Like I've so many couples are struggling. People are going to break up. I think we're going to see a whole bunch of breakups after this, like from people that maybe live together that 
needed to stay together for, you know, yeah. the fact that they lived together. Like, I just don't, I'm not envious of anybody. It seems like everybody is annoyed. Like, I think we, Rain and I are getting more people that are like, oh my God, you're so lucky. You like, don't have to deal with someone else's bullshit during all this. So, really? and oh. I think some couples are doing great, I'm sure. But I, this didn't make me have an ounce of even wanting a partner. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Which like, I thought it might at first. Yeah. And then I kind of was like, well, I also have people around me. If you're with, I will say if I was in my apartment alone, like kind of what Rain is doing, I think it would affect me a little bit differently. Cause like you're with family, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I do feel for her. Like, yeah, it's, it's a totally different thing to be like completely alone and like have people that you're around every day. But I mean, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I think we're going to like value human connection more. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe, I hope that maybe there's just, not that everybody jumps into relationships, but I hope maybe people don't take others for granted as much. Maybe there's a little less like fuckery on both sides, men and yeah. women. And, you know, maybe we'll just be a little bit better for it after this. Yeah, you know, pay for the Uber when she leaves, guys, you know, or like at least get the towel. Like still be an asshole, okay? Be, yeah, shib- yeah shib- <laughs> the two most meaningless bullshit pay ever. Pay for the, pay yes. for the Uber pool. You guys. <laughs> the Uber, yeah, God, God, Uber pool's going to be, I used to save so much, man, my Uber bill's going to go up because Uber pool oh, doesn't right. exist. Yeah. Doesn't exist. It's all good. Um, for anyone that doesn't know you, which is probably no one, uh, where can they find you though, just in case? Um, you guys can listen to Girls Gotta Eat podcast and I am Ash Hess on Instagram and Ash Hess on Twitter. Perfect. That's All right. pretty much it. Yeah. Sweet. Ashley, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks. Good talking this to you. Hey, uh, thank you for uh, making sure it was cool with Raina for us to do this before it happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm a, like... I am friend goals. Yeah, you are. You really are. You checked in, you know. Perfect feet, perfect friends. Wow, perfect feet, perfect hands, perfect friends. I think I'm going to make that the title of this episode. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ashley. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy dinner. Okay, bye. See (laughs) ya.